Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday here on Mackie and Judd, and now the Score North YouTube channel. That's right, we've created a YouTube star out of Patrick Royce. Uh, we wrap with Patrick Royce, and this, this so they put this tweet on the screen on Fox Sports One during the Yankees Twins game. I think this was before the Twins lost on Saturday. So, so tack another loss here. Uh, the Yankees since two thousand two. Are one oh six and thirty eight against the twins, including the postseason. That's the stat, Eric Boland tweets. I saw that stat and I can't I can't for the life of me figure out how they won thirty eight. Can you That's what a lot of people were saying? I think they had a year they had one year where they went they won like they went like three and four in the regular season. So they they chunked them, but I don't mathematically I can't find thirty eight wins either. So yeah, you know, uh when Kelly had his awful teams, they'd go in there and win a couple every year. You know, they did they were never they never played them, you know, but they you know, in the postseason or anything when he was managing. But uh they'd some somehow their worst teams would go in there and you know, win two out of four or something, but boy, when it started, it's, uh, it's, I mean, this last weekend was a complete joke. So should we be suspicious of the Maeda injury? Also the fact that they're, that they decided to shut him down, you know, because he was now getting to that territory that every time he made a few starts, he'd get some, another million and, uh, you know, between between innings and starts. uh, Oh, I think he just hit his first incentive with, uh, the not this last start, but the the previous start. But if he would have stayed in the rotation to the end, he'd, he'd end up making an extra eight million. Or- Wait, are you accusing this Twins front office of maybe manipulating various service time and contractual things to their advantage? Uh, they, uh, they well, they do that, but it sets, <laughs> it often does not turn out to be their advantage as it's turned out with Buxton, right? Because uh, he can't wait to get the hell out of here with, <laughs> to the point that uh, you know I went. Now I'm sure they did. They did. The Saints went on the road, right? They won. Yes. There's no way they're going to send him on the road, right? Is there? Buxton? No. Buxton? No. With yeah. the Saints. So no. what is he going to do? Just sit here and take BP for three more days in the rain or something? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, with you know, with why, why isn't he? In, why isn't he in Fenway Park tonight playing center field? Good question. Why not? Well, there's why a lot of questions, him? Pat. There, there's a lot why of questions about the 2021 there? Twins. Yes, um, there are. I'm more concerned people. on Kent uh, with uh, potential Tommy John issues here. Uh, that's right around the. That's right around the where we we see. Hey, the guy, you know, he's just going on the uh, IL or the DL for a few. We oh, hold on a second here. His arm, his arm needs to be I think he right got up. hooked the other day because he was so damn mad about the shifts. 
and he was he was out in the mound fuming because of uh, the two ground balls that went through the shortstop hole, and Wes had to come out and tell him this is the way we play. You know, you have to. <laughs> he was so mad at that first ground ball that went through the shorts, the perfect double play ball that went through the shortstop hole, and we didn't have anybody within 25 feet of it. I feel like that and didn't get did. the proper attention, Pat, because I, I think yeah. Phil, in his game story, mentioned it briefly, but I read that, and I stopped and read it like three times. I'm like, hold on a second. This is a schism. Shift schism. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, he was, he was, I, I was just watching it saying, he, he is mad because he got the guy to hit the ground ball and there's nobody home. Uh, I mean, that happens all the time, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think he's, if he's healthy, I think he'll get traded this offseason. What is your, cheap. whoever takes him, he's getting a, a good pitcher cheap. You know? I tweeted this yesterday and I love to bring my Twitter takes to the, uh, to the show here. I test Who them on Twitter, it? bring them on the show. And I said, and, and and so we have every Monday we do statements, and and Declan gave a raving review of Joey Ryan's first, first, yeah. you know, like he's he looked great, and I just and this is no shot at Declan's amazing scouting report, but yeah. I don't care about anything <laughs> Twins related. After I look at that Yankee stat, it's like what no, none of this matters until you walk <laughs> into that stadium and don't you know piss down your leg. So that, I'm I'm sort well, of at the point with this yeah. franchise where it's like, what's the point of anything, Phil? If Charlie Barnes was starting a game for your Buffalo team in the playoffs when you played town team ball, you would have been pessimistic. <laughs> They're bringing this guy who's got no chance in God's green earth to get get out of the first inning against these guys. They let him in to take a beating. He had no chance with that slop. You know, 88, he could, I said you had yesterday to suit, he could hit you right between the forehead and you'd say, gee, I think I got stung by a wasp. What happened here? I don't know, you know. I mean, what, you can't do that. You can't. You can't put a guy like that on the mound. Yeah, but they, but Pat, they put Brian Dunsing on the mound in Yankee Stadium in a playoff game. They put Brian, they put Randy Dobnak yeah, on the mound in a Dobnick. playoff game. You can stop right Brian, there. Yes, the Dobber, that's bad enough. Yes, they did all that, but Brian Dunsing had cojones. He did. This, you know, he had cojones. He was going to give it his best. He was the. He's one of my all-time favorites because of his self-deprecation. He, was he, th- he thought he was a terrible pitcher. <laughs> yes, he did. He, and he would every time, you know, when he get on one of his rolls and he was good, he'd say, "I don't know. I don't know how this. Stuff, I don't know this stuff. How this stuff works." There was a game. I think it's it was like he had a good breaking ball. This guy. Did. One of these crappy like 2012, 11 seasons where the Twins were losing 90 games and. But they had a they had a nice Brian Dunsing was a starter and and I can't remember because he had a complete game in there at one point like middle of the summer but then he had like a seven inning gem yeah. where he allowed no runs and it was one of the best starts of his career and after the game you know all you know, all of us beat writers are gathered around like Brian you know what uh, what a great start you know talk about your start whatever and and he said yeah I mean I uh, I you know I just I don't feel like I really have good stuff and so. <laughs> I'm kind. Of, I'm. I'm. I'm just as surprised as anyone else that you know. I could go out there. He goes and you know. But my philosophy is, even the best hitters are still going to probably just get themselves out like six or seven times out of ten. So if I just throw it over, like they're probably going to hit a ground ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. What a great guy he was. A, he was. You know, I was looking up with, with the Orioles having lost eighteen in a row here. 
I was looking up Twins' longest uh, losing streaks, and I think it's 15 or 16. But but I'd forgotten that that 2016 team, they they lost 14 in a row, but they also lost 11 in a row and nine in a row. Man, alive, was that team terrible. Uh-huh. And that came off a year where they almost, you know, where they were over 500. That was, I mean, that was just... Uh, I'd forgotten how unbelievably god-awful they are uh, were, were that year. But, uh, yeah, this team does not challenge that. But right now, they, how many they got left? 40? They got 40 left? Maybe Somewhere in that ballpark, yeah. Doesn't I don't matter. think they'll win 12 with the pitchers they're running out there. I don't <laughs> care who they're playing. I don't think they're going to win 12. I think they're, they, I, they probably can't lose 100, but I, I wouldn't bet against them, you know, so. They they're over and under, by the way. Their consensus over and under. I, I saw eighty-eight and a half a lot, but I looked at this thing that says the consensus of all these ninety point four wins was You know who was the highest because we all had our predictions, the highest of all three of us was Judd. I think yeah, I Judd had them at like ninety six wins. I said ninety six wins. The stupidest thing I've ever or one of the stupidest <laughs> things I've done. They'll get the ninety six. I'll retract stupidest. They'll get the 96, but it'll be next June. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just ran out of time. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. So, Patrick, the, the uh, Vikings schedule, the league did them an incredible favor. They opened with back-to-back road games. Because if they open with back-to-back yeah. home games, and, and opening day was at U.S. Bank Stadium, and Kirk went three and out a couple times, yeah. I think oh, the yeah. panic would be full on at that point. I I guess I knew it was uh, going to be a little bit hostile, but it's unbelievable. If you put anything out there on Twitter or you look at the comments on any story about him or something, people are just, just killing him. And as I've said here before, all these non-vaxxers are ripping him for not being vaccinated, you know? What's... Uh, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's uh, amazing uh, how much trouble he's got himself in with the people here. Would you, you guys pay? Would you guys pay fifty? Money, a lot of it's money. We we have this, un- we're we have this society that still will tell us that I'd sure play for I'd sure get vaccinated if I was making thirty two million, and the guy you know he. You know, nothing wrong with it, but he's driving a lunch truck or something. We're not going to pay you $32 million to drive a lunch truck, you moron. Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop commenting about what you'd do for $32 million. Why in God's name would anybody give you that much money when you don't have a talent beyond working? <laughs> you know, just working for a living, eight hours. People have been, this jealousy of what athletes make and, and other people make is just <laughs> Yeah, I think people because because we, we get that a lot with with Kirk. Like, are you you're just you're just envious that he makes thirty two million dollars? Like, well, I mean, well, first of all, yes, I would love to make thirty two million dollars. But 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 secondly, no, it's this is about a salary cap and strategy. How do you use money within your salary cap? That's what the conversation is. By the way, would you guys pay fifty dollars to watch Kirk debate the uh, epidemiologist they brought in yesterday for thirty minutes? <laughs> I would watch that on pay-per-view over the next yes. preseason game. If we yes. just had like Kirk Harrison Thielen versus three epidemiologists, 30 minutes, let's debate. Let's go. I'll say that one thing about that Osterholm. He's available. 
You want him on him there. <laughs> he's not. A, he's available. Fauci is too. Yeah. Oh, look, he's actually uh, he's in the green room right now. We're available. Pull him into the screen. <laughs> I'll go run. But but you know when when Zim is now talking about my real concern is the players and their families and their kids. This is <laughs> no, it's not. This this yes, exactly right. He's now decided screw it. I'm done trying to t- tell you it might cost us football games. He he honestly said yesterday, yeah, you know what? If, if some guys um, have to sit out games because of COVID protocol, that's fine. What I'm really worried about is their families. Yeah, he brought up his gra- he, brought, he brought up his grandkids. Yeah. Bull <laughs> crap. I just I just can't stop thinking about how my grandkids are affected. But no, Zim, you're worried about the Bengals. You're worried about the Bengals. You know what? So am I. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know the the whole deal is that uh, the ninety seven percent of the cases can be that from people who are unvaccinated, right? Or ninety two percent. But when a guy like Vrabel at uh, Tennessee, who's been vaccinated, gets the COVID, then everybody, then the non vaxxers say, "See, see what the the vax? What good does the vaccination do?" And, uh, you know, every time we have stories about people getting this Delta variant who've already been vaccinated, uh, then then that just reinforces the idea that, uh, hey, see, you know, it's it's all BS. And then and then when they say they don't have symptoms, it's see, it's just like the flu. It's just like the flu. So yeah. it's uh, it's uh, it's a weird time in the United States of America. Yes, yes, it is. By the way, uh, if you're looking for risk management tools and protection, I don't think Federated can help you with COVID or the Delta variant, but they can help you if you're a business owner. Go to federatedinsurance.com and find a full list of industries Federated protects and find out more about all the different tools and resources that they've been providing for over 100 years. They're not using the same tools they were 100 years ago. That would be outdated. Um, They're very technologically savvy. Federatedinsurance.com. And remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Um, they start Otana. Are they Otana? Right? Otana, nineteen oh four. So nineteen oh four, and Justin's is down there. Was started down there too. Right. I believe a hundred years. Ago. They run that town, man. It's like you know, yes. you live in Rochester, you work at Mayo. You live in Otana, you might work at Federated. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anywho, uh, the uh, the the Giants are my. Uh, are my are my story right now. Of, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to get a hold of my old pal John Miller today and ask him how is this miracle uh, uh, taking place out there? It's, and Lamont, the it's, way, it's called Lamont Wade Jr. Saying, yeah. That's how it's taking Lamont place. Lamont Wade Jr. Zach Latell has been terrific. Yes, out of the bullpen. Yep. And Rogers' brother <laughs> throwing right. underhand is. Taylor Rogers shut down for a team he thought was going to go to the World Series. His brother's eighty and forty-four, and yeah. throwing that sidearm stuff. They got a tough road trip coming up right now, but they are that you know because baseball is so under the radar nationally, especially when the NFL season starts, that we're not paying proper attention to the fact it's a miracle. You look at that team and you can't. You how is this occurring, Darren Ruff? is uh, coming up and they got about 12 different guys who got 15 home runs including Lamar. and Gabe Kapler in Philadelphia was a certified bum and idiot yeah. and he's yeah. managing this nah, ball he, club he, he's he is super like laid back yeah. positive energy guy like he's very much like yoga like meditation guy that does not work in Philly. You need you need the crusty old <laughs> yes, San Francisco it probably works yes it does 
Although Giants, the old-time Giants fans, the candlestick, and this crowd is probably a little more San Francisco foo-foo, but the old-time <laughs> Giants crowd that, at candlestick, you know, when it was, there were 15,000 of them, and they were all in their snowmobile suits because in, in July and drunk and screaming and abusing. They were, they were, a, they were in a hard, the only blue-collar guys in the Bay Area. They were at, the, <laughs> at those Giants games out at the old ballpark. Here it's uh, obviously uh, more foo-foo, but uh, it, it's incredible what, uh, what what's going on. And that, and then of course, I was listening to some of the Tampa Bay game on the radio for Sunday because I was in the car and uh, and uh, they were on the MLB Network and that's that too. They they half the time they don't have a starting pitcher. They just yeah, they're know, just throwing openers out. They just kind of whatever. They beat the Whitey's nine old, yeah. you know, nine old with no without a starting pitcher. It's uh, it's amazing how how uh, baseball. We always think it's so predictable, but it's not always predictable. You know? Yeah, the I Rays, mean, uh, the they're Yankees amazing, man. are predictable. The Dodgers are predictable, but the rest of them are. The rest of them are uh, the Rays are like they're like there's a there's been this fad the last five years or so like people going Gary Vaynerchuk started this on on his social media is go to the go to a garage sale you can make an easy three thousand dollars if you just go buy like ten things at a garage sale and spruce them up that's the Rays the Rays will go raid your they'll go raid your garage buy a twenty five cent t shirt and all of a sudden it's like they're selling it back for ten dollars with these random they're they're picking guys up off waivers that are like key yes. components to their playoff and, success. And it's nobody nobody goes to the games. The the attendance last week, last week the O's were there for four games, Monday through Thursday. Yep. You know, the O's aren't exactly an attraction. Less than twenty three thousand for the four games yeah. total. Wow. God. Yeah. It's a World <laughs> Series team. I think the yes, White, yes. I think the White Sox game on Friday d- didn't draw well. It's no. re- it's remarkable that they're playing yeah. in that pit. Nobody goes, and they're still this competitive with guys I've never heard of. If they yeah. move that stadium to the other side of the bridge, oh, sell. are there they, enough? Like, are there enough okay. Rays fans? They were down there next to where the Lightning Arena is. That Vinny, because he's their one chance to come up with a solution here. But I, you know, but they've stuck there till twenty six. They they won't let them out. They won't let them out mm. of the lease. They need a guy like the the city manager of Glendale who's throwing the coyotes out of the. Out <laughs> yeah. of the they got to stop paying their uh, rent like the coyotes do, and maybe they'll get evicted from the. Uh, when are the coyotes, Patrick, going to finally learn Arizona doesn't want them? We've been going through this forever with their arena problems, and it's like, okay, here's the deal: they don't want you there. Leave. You need to go somewhere else. Of course, the you know the Canadians are all fired up because they think they can go get back. back to keep back, but they're not going back there. They're going. They're going to Kansas City or someplace like that, don't you think? Kansas City isn't a great market, uh, but they don't have a winter sports team, and they got a decent. And they got an that arena. Wouldn't, that wouldn't be a bad place to go. So, yep. Yeah. All right, Pat. We'll right, catch John. you tomorrow. Good stuff. Yep. See you, Royce. All right, that's uh, wrapping with Royce here on Mackie and Judd. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. 
and Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.